to Creative Reboot, the ultimate podcast for creative souls, small business owners, side hustlers and dream chasers. I'm Carla, brand photographer and visual magic maker for colourful magical weirdos and also a professional multipod. And I'm Sarah, creative copywriter and branding photographer for awesome female business owners and aspiring author. Today we're joined by the lovely Rhiannon Adler, creative business and website guide. She offers mentoring, guidance and web design to creatives and change makers running big hearted businesses. She's also co-director of the Department of Kindness, nurturing self-kindness through creativity to make the world a kinder place. Welcome Rhiannon, thank you for joining us. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yay, so Hello. lovely to have you here. Um, we are going to throw you straight in with the questions. Um, well, I say the questions, yeah. it may end up being the only question that we ask tonight. But, um, <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit in your own words who you are and what it is you do. Well, I think you covered a lot of it in that. Um, I mean, it definitely doesn't say who I am. Mm. Um, I think really sort of fundamentally, like I'm just a gigantic multi-potentialite, a creative multi-potentialite. Yay! And I think that's a very, very good description of who I am um, and why I do lots and lots of different things. Um, I think fundamentally, all of my work really is about um, encouraging people to bring more self-kindness, self-acceptance um, and joy into their lives and their work, their businesses, their creativity, all these kind of things. And that kind of comes out in my mentoring. So mentoring creative businesses um, in my website work. So I offer web design and website guidance and also can't remember what else I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, this is the, uh, the hazard of being a multi-potentialite, right? Isn't it? it is, it is. Um, and actually, we, we've definitely both done that. We've gone, and there's this, and then what is the other thing I do? Like, Oh, yeah, I know. It's very good company. I always I forget something, things. and then usually Carla goes, don't you also? And I'm like, oh, yes, yes, I do that too sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> the Department of Kindness. I know. Yes, there you go. There you go. So, okay, uh, we, uh, we, I've got to ask, how, how? How did this start to happen? Wow. Tell us a little bit about like wow. your journey from I don't know when 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 it kind of began. From being normal really. to yes, this. yeah, <laughs> being normal. You've never <laughs> been normal. normal. <laughs> You've never been normal. I've like, never but... been normal. <laughs> but how did, how did you get how did you get here? How did you mm. get to having all these lovely strands of of multi potential like goodness? Well, it's been it's been a really long journey actually. Um, I kind of I, I'm constantly forgetting how old I am, so I can't tell you how many years. <laughs> It's definitely over 10. Um, it kind of goes back, actually, to um, when I was at university. Because I actually, um, at university, I was doing international development studies. So I was on a very different path. Mm. And mm. Um, I kind of took that forward into my work. So my first job, I went into the charity sector. So I was working, I mean, kind of actually when I went into the charity sector, it was in a very kind of vague terms. I started volunteering and then I was kind of employed and I was in a really lucky position where the job, the role kind of developed around what my strengths were. So I ended up kind of being communications manager and doing a lot of, a lot of the communications kind of work um, and kind of realised that I quite like sort of design and the website work. And that's when I started kind of tinkering with websites. And that was actually my first experience with um, having a complete freak out with a website because <laughs> I was kind of put in charge of, of um, <clears throat> helping to kind of develop a website for the charity. Um and some of the things that I had to kind of do and the questions I was asked, people were throwing, throwing things like A records and DNS things. And I was oh like, my what? God. what? What? What's all this? <laughs> this is this? terrifying. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Where do I go for this? So I kind of built up a lot of experience with websites and the design. I was doing leaflets and stuff like that with, um, with the charity. Um, but I actually, so back at university, in my final year of university, I actually got glandular fever mm. and... Um, ended up with ME and it's basically been a big part of my life ever since and I've always kind of struggled to kind of exist in the normal working world I think mm. really actually trying to kind of marry up my health difficulties my energy limitations with kind of what was expected of me in like a kind of normal typical workplace yeah. it was just really hard and it just didn't really kind of sync up so, 
I'm kind of fascinated. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's good. I'm I'm kind of fascinated by so the course you mentioned you were doing at university. Say say it again for me. Mm, development study or international development studies. So what yeah. what was your thought process? Yeah. What made you choose that first of all? Going into university, what was your kind of? Yeah. I presume your plan before you started university was different to what you ended up doing afterwards. Then. Yeah. <laughs> would you, what, what would your 16-year-old self, would you yes. looking at me like, what are you doing? Well, that's not what I thought we were going to do. You know what? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've ever known what I wanted to do when I grew up. And Hurrah! I still don't know what I want to do when I grow I like up. That. Welcome to our world, can yay! I, 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 can I just promise you now, because I, I suspect you're probably younger than me, um, that I didn't know what I wanted to do for a good 20 years. And yeah. all of a sudden, um, I started doing something and went, oh, this is it. This is the thing that I wanted yeah. to do. So, <laughs> it I will also, you know, I've I've never really been struck with that kind of a lightning bolt. Oh, it's been okay. really interesting. So, I mean, like when I was younger, when I was a teenager, I used to want to be an actress. And then I wanted to write. And I got really into like creative writing. Yeah, and, same. Like at A-levels, I did a whole range. So I did like sociology and photography and English language like oh you did all the subjects they are they are a lovely mix but they're not really related are they yeah they're (laughs) They're sort of not really related but they kind of sounds sounds like a multi-potential well there we go exactly yeah (laughs) actually it's really funny because i think i kind of actually use a lot of the skills that i learned through all those courses in what i do now and Mm -hmm. actually in my business so i can see how like yeah i i still get a huge amount out of that but yeah i was constantly changing and like when i was looking at courses initially I started looking at journalism courses. And then as I was looking around at journalism courses, I was like, oh, that's a really icky sector. I don't like that. I've always been quite driven by kind of a desire to try and actually make the world a bit better. Mm -hmm. It sounds a bit cliche, but actually like... No, and I think making making your own corner of the world, because I I, similarly, and then lots of people have said to me, oh, but you can't change the whole world. And I'm like, no, but I can change around me. I can change how people feel if they come into contact with me into my little space, my little, whether that's my internet space, my actual space, it's it's your, you can change your corner, can't you? You can't change the whole world, but you can start ripples, I think. And that that feels very much like what you do is that you start start small and see where it goes. Mm. Yeah, 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 I think so. And I think that was maybe like a big shift from going from... um, kind of the international development studies so I think that's kind of what pushed me in that direction um Mm -hmm. I started getting interested in like human rights and international development Mm -hmm. but actually kind of going through that I got really disillusioned with it and kind of the charity sector kind of as a whole actually Mm -hmm. I mean there's a lot of difficulties within it within big charities and within small charities just kind of across the board but yeah it was this very much trying to kind of change things on a huge scale and there's I just had so many moral dilemmas with it really and actually that's something that, that's something that I love about running my own business and what I do now in that small scale like as you say Carla like actually changing that corner like I kind of I have the power and the control to actually change things in the way that I want to and the yeah. way that feels right for me and I can see that difference I can see it directly and yeah seeing the impact that I can have on sort of I think yeah, it's because you can, yeah. and you can with. see you can see real impact on the people you're working yeah. with whereas I think with the bigger stuff I know I know it is probably making changes over time but to me it always seems slightly futile from an individual point of view because actually what you are doing is is contributing to a bigger whole but you don't really see you yeah. don't really mm. see a shift and yeah. I think that can start over, over a career I can imagine that actually feeling very futile and a bit well it is you feel like actually. you're kind yeah. of like shouting yeah. into a barrel really don't yeah, you yeah shouting into really... a yeah, shouting yeah. Into void so yeah whereas yeah. this this means that you can okay it's fewer people but it's a bigger impact you can see how it's going yeah. you can adapt as you go you can yeah. respond to feedback and i think that is a really exciting actually i think it's really exciting it is really yeah. exciting like points yeah, yeah to, to to jump off from so yeah um i'm so yeah i'm super interested to know if um, this was something that you would were already thinking about before you became unwell, or was it was it becoming unwell that prompted that to come mm. along? Oh, that's a good what question. The, what what like specifically self, the, the self to... self kindness and yes, to yeah, yeah, like that, taking taking that step away from the yeah. big picture and kind of just moving yeah, yeah. into your own little yeah yeah very very much actually the Emmy side mm-hmm. of things that kind of it caused a really big shift in how I viewed myself viewed the world mm. especially as like trying to work out how I could actually create a life that works for me yeah mm-hmm. and it was it's interesting actually like a lot of I, I kind of got put into a lot of programs to begin with and had a lot of sort of the very standard sort of stuff through the NHS and a lot of of the standard programs and things and some of that was helpful like there was some sort of um 
some of the techniques they used, I, I do still use actually. So some of it was helpful, but it's very much from this place of like, you're trying to beat this thing and it's, it's owning you and you're trying to beat it. Mm. And actually it was through, through my own journey of actually trying things out here and there, trying a little bit of this going, actually that works, but this part of it doesn't. So I'm going to take a little bit of that. And actually I'm going to try this other thing over here. This works, that doesn't sort of pick and mixing. It was really very much like, I kind of like had my bag of like, actually mm. what is health and well-being for me mm. and picking and choosing and going, this works, this works, this works, this works on these days, but doesn't work on these days. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, has made the biggest shift for me and a part of that has been the kindness like it's been a really huge part of my own journey is actually allowing myself to see and appreciate myself be kind to myself be kind to myself when I'm feeling ill being kind to myself when I can't work eight day eight eight hours in a day Mm. being kind to myself when I can't work one hour in a day you know being kind to myself when I can barely get out of bed in the morning as well as being kind to yourself when you're having those fabulous productive days yeah yes yeah 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 it's the wins and the losses isn't it so I'm really interested because this so just to go back to just something you said sort of a couple of minutes ago um about you know the the kind of standard um sort of approach is like attacking beating and it sounds Mm. very much like your journey has been a lot more one of acceptance of like okay this is a thing how am I going to work with this and how am I going to you know as you say build your life around it so it's not it's not it's not like the defining thing in your life but Mm -hmm. it's a thing it's a thing that's there and and, but but not trying to not expending all this energy futilely fighting it I I I don't know why the the word futile is clearly a thing I'm using today but like it it feels very much like what sorry what I'm hope what I it's just because I'm thinking and I shouldn't really think and speak at the same time because it's never a good call. But you've just made loads of little things go off my brain. Um, I feel like maybe maybe kindness comes from acceptance. It, yeah. Is it easier mm. to be kind to yourself yeah. when, when you accept a thing, whatever that is, um, so that you can then start to work with it rather than fighting against it and use the energy in a good way rather than in a yeah angry, stressful way? There's sort of two sides of the same coin, I think, because you, to be... To show yourself kindness requires acceptance and to be able to get to a place of acceptance requires kindness. Yeah. It's, it's yes. an interesting thing. And yes. it's, I, th- I think that's partly why it's kind of so difficult, I think. It's really hard. I mean, it, it's still a huge part of my journey. Like, I've mm. I've been practising sort of self-kindness and compassion. I meditate. I've, I've been doing that for years and years and years. And, you know, I can still wake up in the morning and have, like, massive anxiety. Um, so it's... Yeah, it's kind of, it's a really big journey. I, I think, I think you're right in that, like, different, there is a real difference between trying to actually fight something and accept something. And I think that's where running my own business, that's what really drew me towards actually um, setting up my own business, running my own business, because it allowed me to do things my way. Yes. And it kind of, it gave me a platform and I was like, actually, you know what? It's not that my life has been taken away from me, which is everyone's telling me my life has been kind of ruined, really, effectively. It's like, oh, that's, that's not... That's not a great message, is it? not really? a great message. No. And it's just absolutely not true. It's well, like, it puts no, you in a diff- completely can... different cycle, doesn't it? A, a much more yeah. negative yeah. cycle. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That also, yeah. That, seemed, that seemed really strange. I mean, obviously, I so having seen the work you do and everything... you're like a poster girl for doing doing stuff your way in your you know in exactly how you want to do I I find it really Mm. strange that that the 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 message that would come from a diagnosis like that is very much you know um it's negative why why would why would we look at what we I don't know Mm. I think my my interesting thought here is I I feel like focusing on the positive yeah I feel like Rhiannon you are well ahead of the curve because this, this is something that is very um, like current and on trend now, isn't it? In the last, needed. probably in the last, it's so needed, especially with the pandemic it? as well, has probably not yeah. helped uh, yeah, and made yeah, people yeah. much more conscious of it. But I feel like you've you've done the work a long time before the rest of us. So um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've been on this long, long journey as you as you yeah. described it, and uh, yeah, you've probably got a lot to actually teach the rest of us about acceptance and kindness. And it, yeah, it does it does put you on a fast track. I think Mm. Um, and I think that kind of applies to any kind of form of sort of strife and difficulty actually and I think something that I found really interesting um, kind of that I've noticed sort of through my journey is how many kind of comparisons I can draw like if I hear 
say I might have friends and they're talking about difficulties of trying to like balance work with having children um, Mm -hmm. or somebody who gosh I mean it could be anything somebody who's suffering from grief or sort Mm -hmm. of any kind of major event um, I can actually see a lot of sort of similarities in the journey Mm -hmm. between sort of my own journey in um, sort of accepting myself accepting myself and my health condition I can kind of yeah I can see the similarity between my sort of myself and them and kind of actually any person that has anything seen sort of um I think it's like actually accepting that there is no normal there is Mm. no standard there is no normal and actually it's it's kind of it's kind of a discussion that creeps into sort of ideas of what is ability, what is disability. And there's kind of, there's a whole line of thought that I find really interesting, actually. I've sort of been seeing popping up in little sort of ways. And it's like, is there really, not that there's no such thing as disability, like mm. that's that's absolutely not what I'm saying here, yeah. but everybody has something that means that they don't necessarily um kind of participate in the world in a way that we kind of are told that we should or we think that we should there is something about every single one of us that is different and I think yes that's one of the things that actually I love finding actually in my work when I'm working with people because I think it's it's that essence of what makes you different which is kind of where where you kind of blossom like Mm. that's your superpower yes but it's also so often where where we've been told to squash it it's too much it's not enough it's 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 a bit it's It's not normal i feel like that maybe that's that bit is where we've often had so actually you're helping people to find it and then look at the look at how you can blossom there rather than sort of squashing it and trying to be it's it's this idea we've got of normality when normality doesn't really even i don't think it doesn't exist how can it exist when we're all different people yeah yeah so yeah yeah it just can't i mean even twins aren't the same as each other are they so no how how are the rest of us going to be the same as each other yeah (laughs) i know someone who's a twin and she gets really really angry when (laughs) oh they just assume you can dress the same as her or what have you she's like no don't want to do that with different people yeah definitely oh this is wonderful i love this this is fabulous so i feel like okay obviously this is a very you said it's like more than 10 year creative journey that you're you're going on um Mm. and i would say because normally we say how did you get from there to here but i think you're still you're still journeying aren't you i feel like it's a it's a constant journey that you're going through but so in Mm. all of that what would you say has been your most glorious moment so far um, you know, I hear you asking people this question in the other podcast, and every time I hear it, I'm like, I, how on earth would you answer that question? Difficult question. I, it's, I it's a horrible and wonderful question. We are exactly. kind of sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not really one for the really big, ginormous, shiny, single, glorious moment, uh-huh. but something that really stands out to me that I've noticed since I've been working for myself and I've been kind of developing my business, becoming more and more me, getting to the space where I am now, I get more moments where I feel kind of like a real heart glow, like this real moment of like joy and bliss and warmth. And it's like those really connected moments when I know that I'm doing what I love and I know that I'm doing what is right for me Mm. at that moment. And that's absolutely where I want to be. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. And I never had a moment like that in any other job previously. And it's like, it's those moments. And they kind of pop up in loads of different ways, actually. Like, it could be anything... Yeah, it's it's sometimes it just completely take me by surprise. I'll just be having a conversation with somebody and I suddenly get this moment and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> this is one of those moments where I wish that this was not a podcast because we are yes. all three of us grinning like loons. Like it's such a, I, I such like, a lovely can, answer. I, I, I love want that. to uh, I want to put a little box around and just savor the word heart glow for a moment. Heart glow. I love that. I really I love you know what? I've stole, I've stolen that word really from uh, my friend Ali, who's my um, partner in crime in the Department of Kindness. Actually, she's always talking about heart glows and I. 
I'm just like, I you know, it. I like yeah. that. I'm having that. It's too. a really, it's actually, it's, it's, it's a perfect description for that that feeling when that it comes. Warmth. Like it's, yes. it's not it's like, a little, like a little, like a little spark. Yeah, yeah I love that. Wonderful. No, I really love that, and actually, I, I love that because it means that you are not um, limited to one glorious moment. It means they come along, yes. possibly when you're not even expecting yeah. them. They just rock up, and Definitely. yeah. No, I, I feel really like sometimes that. those, yeah. sometimes, sometimes the the most glorious moments are the little things, and they. I think they are. Yeah, Yeah. it is like those moments when you're completely not expecting it. You could be doing something really quite ordinary and suddenly thinking... This is it. This is this is yeah. the moment. From a, yeah. I think from a business and creative point of view, I read something the other day which literally stopped me in my tracks, which not not a lot does. And it was a little just a little meme and it said, Remember when all you wanted was to be where you are now? Mm. Because that that is mm. that is it, isn't it? When you look around you go, Oh my god, I'm doing the thing that I thought was impossible X amount of years ago. Um mm. and or oh, actually five minutes ago, I thought no. But <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that is that that kind of glowing. That's one of those glowing feelings, isn't yeah. it? That, that one of those, yeah. yeah, that actually you're yeah. you've built a thing. Um, you've, you've built a thing that's all your own, and it's yeah. I just yeah. yeah, it's really exciting. This is this so is like I'm, my favorite oh, part of the podcast. I love doing this. This, this is definitely our favorite bit. <laughs> it is, it's just wonderful. Carry on. I I am intrigued. Um, going to sort of the taking your kind of self kindness um and partner kindness and strand. Mm. Do you find that? creative people and business people or creative business people because mm-hmm. that's that's a subsection as well mm-hmm. um do you find that they are generally harder on themselves and, and need a little bit more guidance into self-kindness like I, I feel like we are quite good at being our own worst critics but I'm, I'm curious mm. to see if you've, I, if you've come I, across that or I wouldn't necessarily say more so than anyone else I think it's something that everybody struggles with I've yet okay. to come across anyone who doesn't suffer from like doesn't struggle with self-kindness or suffer from sort of self-doubt and self-criticism but I think the kinds of things that we criticize ourselves for tend to tend to fall under very similar categories Mm, um, especially creatives so there's creatives often the sort of things like worrying that what you're doing there's a absolutely like a worrying what you're doing isn't good enough like I have that's one of my biggest things like yeah. what yeah, am I doing who am I to be doing this yeah. Why, these people think that they're hiring someone and I don't know what I'm actually someone competent doing. Yeah, oh yeah. my god yeah no yeah. no no we all have we definitely all have that yeah we, yeah we all have that and I think it sort of it plays out in different ways so I think creatives um and something where creatives quite often worry that what they're doing isn't necessarily original that's a really big mm. one okay um creatives I notice struggle with focus and sort mm-hmm. of like um shiny things syndrome or like <laughs> yeah what did you, what, all the things having all the things and all their all the ideas and everything going on at once and sort of being like ah and like overwhelmed can creep in <laughs> and i'm feeling very seen at this moment Juicy. in time yes. <laughs> <laughs> but i think i think one of the I think with self-kindness, I think where self-kindness can make a huge impact in those scenarios is actually accepting that that's just something that is like, that's not a flaw. It's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. Yeah. It's again, that thing of like, anything can show up, I think as a strength or a weakness. It just depends which way you kind of take it. So, um, yeah, it definitely, yeah, creatives definitely struggle with self-kindness. I think also like when you run your own business, if you sort of specifically create people running creative businesses like my experience and I know a lot of other people's experience has been that it's sort of like it's like a fast track to really facing all these like fears and self-doubts mm-hmm. it's it's like it is like self, yeah. self-development but kind of you know mm. big yeah <laughs> yeah because if you're if you're running your business or your actually you know creativity is the same as well isn't it mm-hmm. because like you can run a business so you can be creative but you're you can run them in a way you can sort of do them in a way that isn't necessarily entirely you yeah and mm-hmm. it can kind of feel safe but never completely fulfilling mm. and it's it's a really it's it's a really subtle thing to try and kind of find the line because I don't think there's a really clear line between sort of like being yourself or not being yourself I, yeah. I don't think it's that clear cut but I think there's definitely a big feeling and it comes back to that heart glow moment like when I'm most being myself and I'm actually being like you know what this is who I am, this is how I create, this is what I find most enjoyable, this is me, and when you're actually really open about who you are 
and put that out to the world that's one of the most terrifying things i've ever done and still do when i actually really offer up something that is really truly genuinely me and i mean for me i have quite um like in my own creative life i i have kind of a more sort of like illustrative style say like in my drawing and um painting and everything and that's absolutely where my strength is. It's mm. quite kind of, can be a little bit sort of naive, a bit simplistic, a bit childlike. So yeah, very much in that kind of illustrative zone. But it's one of my biggest like self-judgments is what is that? That's not good enough. That's not this kind of like Monet fine piece of art up there, you know. Because we all want so... to be Monet, obviously. Because <laughs> we all want to be, yeah. We all I am be laughing. Monet. I am laughing with you, yes. with you, not at you when I, when, I, when I giggled there. But yeah, like I think that is, yeah. that's a very familiar um like very familiar to, it's that to comparison that, that, that thing isn't it, like comparison it? Yeah. Thing, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. so yeah. how does how does self-kindness fit in and how, how can we use that to to sort of start to um break down these kinds of feelings and and or flip them that's how, a good how question i like that fit in i think the first i think the first step to anything is noticing um okay. it's definitely been my experience so if you notice because those kind of that kind of criticism and that kind of judgment is very up in the head. It's very like mind driven. So actually spotting it, spotting when you're telling yourself that, that's a really big part of it. And actually repeating that often. Um, and yeah, just just that alone can be a really big thing in itself. I mean, for me, in what actually I find helpful for me, because I do a lot of meditation and there's a lot of compassion involved in that and self kindness and just accepting what is and where where I am or where you, where you are that can really help so actually if like if you have some kind of relaxation kind of practice making sure that you're carving out time for sort of relaxation creating space for yourself and like I mean say things that I've like I will actually listen to guided meditations and they kind of promote compassion and Mm self-kindness I find them really really helpful because if you're actually sort of you're regularly practicing it with yourself it doesn't have to be specifically about creativity but if you're practicing that in some way, then it's going to feed down and feed into it. Um, but sort of, I mean, thinking about in terms of like my own journey, really, I mean, say, say with that example, with, with my art, some, I don't know, maybe an element of it is actually just allowing yourself to try. Like, mm. I think that judgment and that criticism can create such a block I think and that's where that kind of block and then you don't even really try or you don't yeah you don't want to start you don't want to try it you don't want to start start. at all do you exactly yeah yeah. I feel like I feel like sometimes it's um you know we go into these things already expecting to know what everyone else is going to think of the thing and it's yeah and the thing I have to remind myself when I'm right especially when I'm writing like first drafts of things is that no one else other than me is going to see this first draft it's gonna I'm gonna write this yeah so it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks it doesn't matter what it's I defi- think it's the definition yeah. of shitty first draft exactly that's, that's yeah. why they exist yeah, 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 absolutely yeah, yeah, and it just it, it's, um, yeah. I feel like some of it is that anticipation of oh you know the judgment that you're going to get from everyone else so you start to, I mean it's, yeah. it's the same as like uh, you know I was a I was always a classic one for walking into a room and with a bunch of people I didn't know and immediately pointing out my list of flaws you know because mm. I've, I've always figured if I get in there first before anybody else says them then you know it's mm. out in the open we can deal with this now and also felt better for me because it wasn't someone else saying those things to me so but mm. nine times out of ten in fact probably they nine, wouldn't have noticed they would never ten, even ten notice times out of ever, ten, they wouldn't have noticed. Ever. exactly <laughs> yeah yeah it took a, a lot of learning for me to realize that i think to, yeah. but it's, yeah 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 it's, it's just yeah i think a lot of it is just doing mm. trying i mean like and being prepared to create bad yes create badly yeah i mean yes. i'm sort of i'm yes. doing air quotes over badly no we do we, there, we, there we, we no talk a lot about being like good at, but, yeah. we say get good yeah. at being bad at stuff because like yeah. none of none of us come out of the womb knowing how to do no. anything yeah. let's be honest like yeah. baby yeah. babies don't even know how to like eat properly when they first come out of the womb so um i have i have first-hand experience of like <laughs> ba- babies are not as instinctive as they think they are so i say first hand <laughs> it's not my baby but like they, yeah they don't so they we all have to learn, right? So we have to get good at yeah. being bad. Mm. And I think that is something... I do wonder if there's something there about... Um, I think because when you really love something, 
it is hard. There's that, that's that, is it the taste gap? I have referred to this before and yes. I can never remember what the bloody thing is called. But where you know what you want to create in your head and you're just not quite there yet. Mm, and I think yeah. lots of what you're saying is, is making me think like actually habits. So creating a habit of having some time for yourself, creating yeah. a habit of noticing and maybe maybe creating a habit of practicing the thing because only with practice will you get better. But yeah. accepting that that is the case and not forcing yourself to be amazing at your second attempt yeah. at doing something ever like may- maybe that's kind of would you would you yeah. say that's kind of a part of that yeah and I think I think kindness can also because something that I find interesting about the inner critic is it can like it, the more practice you get at spotting it the sneakier it becomes oh and true it will come in yes. really tiny ways <laughs> and so actually bringing compassion into that practice so say if you if trying trying maybe setting an I love intentions so I would say maybe setting an intention to do something I I wouldn't necessarily say that there's a definite right or a definite wrong way of doing something like some people really thrive on doing say like a thing like doing the thing every day so Mm -hmm. practicing it and practicing something every single day but some people don't and you might have a day where you're like you know what I'm really feeling it like I I know artists who will religiously practice art every single day and I know artists who will say I will only ever do art when I'm feeling it and there's something to be said for both of them mm-hmm. so actually I think a really big thing here is being open to exploring what works for you mm-hmm. like try it try it for a bit like maybe try practicing something regularly and see how it works but are you telling yourself you have to be doing it are you mm-hmm. judging yourself for that um is it are you stopping enjoying the work because you're forcing yourself to do it? And if you are, do you need to let go a little bit? Like, I think there's a lot to be said for actually just allowing yourself to practice in the way that works for you, in the way that you want to practice. Yeah. Can, can yeah, I just I say, really like I just want to say thank you for saying that because uh, you oh. just immediately made me think, I, I, I have told everyone that this year I was, was going to be the year I was going to write a book. Um, so far, I've not written a single word. So, <laughs> but that is okay. But going, is I've been going okay. through that process of, oh God, yeah. you know, I haven't been you should, writing. Are you on shitting a, yourself? Yeah, Sarah, I've been, I've been yeah. shitting myself. I've been yeah. feeling guilty about it, and yeah. you've just completely released me there and given me the permission to think, okay, yeah. it's okay. It doesn't matter yeah. that I haven't yeah. done that yet. So, no, thank you. I, thank you. I feel like that, that that goes back to what you said right at the beginning, Rhiannon, and of. of um, sort of knowing yourself and, and building building your yeah. creativity, your life, your creative practice, your business, whatever it is, around you and what mm. works best for you, which I Absolutely. think not enough people do, yeah. and I think more people should be doing, because actually yeah. that's how we get the best out of our life, and we only get one life, don't yes. we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, um, definitely. Mm, I think that's yeah. really good. Yeah, um, and I, I think sort of appreciating what you are accomplishing as well. Yes. Like, this is a really huge thing for me with my creativity as well. Like I, I mean, I absolutely do that. I'm like, you know, oh, I haven't done that or I haven't painted in a while or mm. I haven't done, you know, and I can get myself into the mindset of like, I'm not creating. Like if I think I haven't actively sat down and painted and baked and done some knitting and yeah. I'll be like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm not creating. Never mind all the and other things that you have done. All yeah. the other things yeah, yeah. I have done. Mm. And like, we're actually creating every single day. Yes. Like, yes. There are just so many different forms of creating as well. And, yeah. And I think that's also really important to acknowledge is that you don't necessarily have to be doing specific set certain practices to be creative, to be creating. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't define who you are. Yeah. No. yeah. No, and it comes in so many different forms. I think that's, that's an excellent mm. point. I love that. I have a question. Yeah. Self-kindness, kindness to others. How, how does that all kind of fit in together? Because I've heard people say, mm. you know, treat yourself like you treat your best friend. I am much nicer to my best friends than I am to yeah. myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think you're a loner. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you, and then I'm like, oh, actually, that always makes me kind of do it. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, actually, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that to anyone else in the world. In fact, I probably wouldn't say that to someone mm. I disliked. But how, how yeah. does that kind of balance? Because you can, obviously, we want to be nice to other people as well. But we, mm. we I think some of us have a tendency to give too much as well so like yeah. how, how do you kind of balance yeah. kindness self-kindness not giving you know actually also making sure that you've got enough in your own cup as it were absolutely yeah um I mean I um I advocate and actually I know Ali advocate so generally in the department of kindness this is something that we talk about as well um I think it's really important to have a balance between 
kindness to yourself and kindness to others like kindness solace to yourself just leans very much into you can lean into selfishness mm-hmm. and if you're too much kindness to others then you're putting other people first you're not putting yourself first and that can lead to burnout depression so many so many health problems so having a balance but it's not necessarily 50 50 balance and i don't think it's ever the same as well it's really flux and really fluid so i think what's important is actually if you struggle with kindness especially if you struggle with like giving too much then it's okay to pull it back and really focus on self-kindness i think you need to fill your it's that thing if you've got to fill your own cup Mm. and then give from the overspill yeah like it's really really hard to actually show true genuine kindness if you don't actually have enough for yourself it's exhausting Mm. it's really it's really Mm. hard and it generally it doesn't feel very genuine sometimes it can feel a bit forced yeah Whereas actually when you feel really full and you've, it's, it is literally pouring over the sides of your cup, then you've just got loads extra to spare and you find you're sort of throwing it out left, right and centre. Um, I like that. And it comes, probably comes more, more naturally as well then, doesn't it? You're Absolutely. Just, you're just doing it yeah, because... It does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're feeling it mm-hmm. and because it's there. Like yeah. when, when you have more kindness and compassion for yourself, then you absolutely have more kindness and compassion for other people. Mm. So... I think it is really important to really focus on that self-kindness first. I think that's absolutely the bedrock of it. Um, and I mean, yeah, not to say that you just, you know, you, you don't have to show anyone else kindness just stop at being all. Kind. Like, no, 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 I'm my cup, go away, please. <laughs> no, I think, I think I was actually, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, that, that, was, that was a beautiful answer. I, I, I think I was thinking more in the um, kind of from coming from a... Um, an angle of structuring your own day, managing your own energy, okay. all of those things that kind of go into that. Um, where, where, where do you? Because I think there are again, there's lots of shoulding that comes in there. Oh, you should mm. be available between these times every day, and oh, you should have this, that, yeah. and the other. And I think sometimes, particularly in business, and I think particularly as as our, I think the last eighteen months have not helped because I think obviously with an increasingly digital world, everyone just expects you to be available twenty four seven because oh now goodness. you don't have to travel, yeah. you can just be yeah. on a screen. And so I think it's yeah. like it's balancing that. It's not not. At no point would at no point would I or you or Sarah advocate um, for being hideous to anybody, but sometimes I think being kind to yourself can involve having a boundary that says actually in, in order to serve you. Yeah. In, I think I'm thinking yeah. of business specifically. In order to serve you at my best, which is being kind to you, I need to say no now and do this. Yeah, yeah. and I think that Definitely. that's something I think sometimes we can all struggle with because we want to. Yeah. But actually, like you say, filling your own filling your own cup means that you can, you know, yeah, I think you're you able to help and, others better. And it doesn't. I think filling your own cup when you if you're focusing on yourself and you're able to acknowledge what's really important for you and what your mm-hmm. needs are what 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 you need to stay well and healthy and actually run the business that brings you joy and that you love um it's easier to maintain those boundaries i think mm-hmm. if, if there's more kindness just generally in your everyday life if you're showing yourself kindness with that um and i think boundary i think Boundaries are so important. I am I I bound I love boundaries. <laughs> I think boundaries are amazing. I think <laughs> I agree. High five. <laughs> and I, I think definitely something that I suffered from over the years is thinking that people are going to react badly to the boundary. But actually, what I find is that the more boundaried you are, the more jump boundary I've been. Definitely the better people react to it. People like boundaries mm. and they actually respond really, really well to boundaries. So I think being aware that boundaries are good and people like boundaries. And I, mm-hmm. I did actually hear, I can't remember where it was. I heard something, I don't know, on the radio or the TV or something recently and it was a quote and it just really stuck, it stood out to me. It stuck in my brain, but I, I have no idea where it came from. But they said, compromise where you can and where you can't honor your boundary with kindness, mm. and I, I like really that. like that. I, I really like that. Fantastic, yeah. I yeah. mean, if you if there's room for flexibility and there's room mm. for movement, and you're like, you know what, I do have this boundary, but actually, somebody's come to me and I actually want to be fluid with that boundary, then you can make that conscious choice if it feels right. Mm. But if it's not right, and you're like, you know what, no, I have this boundary, and that's not okay. You can still show kindness and gen- gen- gentleness. Yes. Yes. Is that a word? Yes. 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 If it isn't, it should be. Yes. <laughs> it is. Gentleness, gentleness yes. to the other person. Like, yeah. it, 
yeah, you d- boundaries don't have to be... I think sometimes we can be scared that they're a really rigid, harsh thing and we have mm. to enforce them with, like, no, this is a boundary. This is my boundary, like go the, away. Um, but... They're like the membrane of a balloon. They have some give. Mm. Yeah. But you can you can yeah. choose what is in and what is out of the balloon. Absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. it's also... That like probably that. ties in quite nicely there. It's reminding yourself that you don't know what the other person is going through as well mm. i think mm. that's certainly because yeah, yeah so definitely it's having your boundaries absolutely i 100 percent agree but um sort of trying to enforce them you know with a stern approach and being quite unforgiving mm. it could be that they're trying to overstep that boundary because of you know all sorts of things going on from their end yeah. you don't know what's happening yeah. do you so exactly mm. yeah yeah I, th- I think also like the the most powerful response you can give like if you do need to say no in a situation and someone is pushing and pushing and pushing all you have to do is just keep repeating that you just say no Mm. no 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 and actually by doing that if 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 they're upset by that and they they sort of they have a mood or sort of whatever whatever they're going through that doesn't have to be on you but you don't have to add to that you don't have to kind of create conflict in that moment it's yeah it's okay Mm. to create that boundary i totally agree with you as well in that i think you never really know what is going on for someone else and i'm trying to kind of remember this if i it's hard it's really hard sometimes it's it's really especially when you're caught up in the moment and you're struggling with your own things as well so yeah but yeah it is worth remembering yeah Mm. definitely and I mean, I will be the first to hold my hands up and say, actually, when I'm under a lot of stress, I am not a particularly reasonable human being. I just freak <laughs> yeah. out at the tiniest thing. Um, as Sarah, I'm sure, will, in fact, both of you will probably yeah. testify to. But I'm also um, the same. And I, yes, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only me. person in the world who does that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying, like, I said it first. Good. I, don't, I don't mind if you agree, it's good. But no, I think, I think I'm think de- i yeah, definitely not the only person then to do that, if, if you guys are. No, and um, I think, you know, not. but sometimes when, if you're feeling like that, it's hard to remember that somebody else is. So I feel like kindness yes, on both yeah. sides is probably needed there which is yeah. which is really yeah. yeah but I'm also really glad that 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 boundary discussion came into an episode about kindness because I think that we have a little bit of a tendency some of us to um assume that kindness in fact I think this is some of this is a societal expectation that being kind is actually just putting yourself at the bottom of the pile and doing everything for everybody else yeah. that, that that is what being kind yeah. is supposed to look like yeah. and that's why we were so pleased when you said you know you'd come and talk about it because actually I think mm-hmm. I think actual kindness is not it's not what we're. Well, fed, it's the same it as like, like um, it's exactly the same as like <laughs> you sit on an aeroplane and they do their little um, safety speech. You put your mm-hmm. own oxygen on first before you mm-hmm. do the person next mm-hmm. to you. You know, yeah. you have yeah. to yeah. you have to look yeah. at yourself first so that you can give to others, don't yes. you? It's the yeah yeah, yeah it makes yeah. so much sense. It's, but it's, I feel like we need to be reminded of that. <laughs> I think actually, yeah. I would probably sum that up as like we need to be kind, not martyrs. Mm. Um, but the, the the way that it is sometimes waved around does doesn't feel like kindness. It feels like yeah, I think it's become a bit of a buzzword as well. Like mm. I'm noticing a lot in sort of adverts and a lot of people are using it as like in kind of marketing purposes. And mm. I, I think that's a very rigid view of kindness as well. Mm, like yeah. I think true kindness is oh, there's something really sparkly about it. I really love it yeah. because I love that it's 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 so in flux and it's always changing and it's different for everybody and it's different for you from like day to day and Mm -hmm. hour to hour like there is no one thing exactly it's what you need it's like kindness could be talking to a friend or kindness could be not talking to a friend it's like it's it it can be really contradictory and I think that's what I love about it is that you can't you it can't be boxed you can't box it that's not what true spoken is. spoken like a true milk <laughs> <laughs> I also no, feel don't like put anything in a box <laughs> nothing goes in a box no boxes here can't put anything in a box honestly but i i, I really like actually that I feel was a like, really good point that Sorry, was a very I good point i feel like that actually feels like the main that should be like the header of this you know about yes. about not being you shouldn't yeah, you can't put kindness in a box. It has to be... No. It doesn't fit one definition. No, it definitely does it? doesn't. I love that. But I do right. like the idea of it being sparkly. That's going to be my mental sparkly, vision Sparkly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kindness, <laughs> kind, we need to make a meme. Kindness is sparkly. Just, just yes. <laughs> I love it. So I've got, I've got one, one last question before mm. we um, get you to tell us about yourself. Yeah. If, what advice would you give if you had one, one bit of advice to give to our lovely, lovely listeners? What would you, what would that be? It's almost almost as horrible a question as the glorious question. I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a really hard question. It is a hard question. You know, I would actually sort of flip. I think I find that question particularly hard because 
I can be I can I can react a bit to advice, especially advice when it's not wanted. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, from that, I would probably say that to a degree, it's like it's okay not to listen to advice. It's okay to do things your own way, to try things out and say yes or no. Like if somebody is saying that they have all the answers and you need to do things that way, they don't. They really don't. We we all have our own way of doing things. We're all different in our own ways. And what is amazing is when you can create a life that actually plays to that mm. and you appreciate it yeah. and acknowledge it. So, yeah, cr- in creativity, like appreciating your creativity how it looks and feels for you how it shows up in your business how your business looks how you form it how you mold it can be completely up to you like we have the freedom to pick and choose and go that works for me that doesn't work for me that works for me now I tried it a bit and now it's not quite the same Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna get rid of that yeah yeah. Love that. Can I like a little that. round of love applause that for much. that. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> Definitely. No, I really love that. Um, and it's a good thing to remember because yes. I think we do mm. tend to forget that in the shoulding. Yes. A lot of shudding. The shoulding. Yeah. In life. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, a, what a word. Can we just remove that from the dictionary, please? Don't like that word. <laughs> yes. I will just rewrite the dictionary. In fact, we should just have our own dictionary. Yes. We, we make yes. up words more or less every Pretty episode. Much, yeah, word. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had what was it? Gentlenessness today. That was a that gentlenessness. Was a, gentlenessness. Yes, that is my favourite. Gentlenessness. My favourite. Good. Um, so we, we're obviously very mindful of your time. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. But before you, um, before we, before I get you to give us your give words. Look, see, got just. <laughs> Yeah, Hashtag cat words for shit. Cat words for before shit. We, there we go. <laughs> before we get you to tell us where people can find you and all the things that you've got on, mm. um, is there anything that you would like to say that we haven't covered mm. or anything that Thank you would you. like to? That's where I was going. Yes. I knew that's where you were going. Yeah. <laughs> Just got a little bit confused on the way. So good. We've had, we've had we've had a lovely meandering conversation we so we i'm conscious that yeah. like, it's like what did we actually talk about what have we said in the last oh, yeah um, you, um the answer the answer can be no if you are quite happy yeah, you said everything just, just, then it's fine but, yeah <laughs> uh yeah i mean yeah we have had yes but no i mean something i don't know yeah like I don't know, maybe I've, I may have already said this. So I think this is right. my brain is going, have we talked about this? We so may have already talked about this all right, but I, Say I can't it again. remember. <laughs> I think something that I feel is like really important with creativity specifically, and it because it's been such a part of my journey, I think, mm-hmm. as I've gone along, um, in, I went through a really big phase of I basically didn't think I was creative and I didn't see myself as creative there was a really big chunk where I was like I'm not creative I'm not I don't do these things and so actually getting to a point where I now run a creative business and I literally shout I am creative from the <laughs> rooftops just, <laughs> from the rooftops Love it. <laughs> which is kind of great but terrifying I think what has been one of the biggest shifts for me with that in actually moving from that place of I'm not creative I don't have anything to contribute I don't have anything to say to I do was actually trying to disengage from this a traditional view of creativity mm. I think it's again it's the box thing it's yes. coming back to the box thing. Yeah. I think there is I think there is a bit of a box that says creativity and we can have an idea of what that means and what that looks like um whether that means that you have to kind of have to paint or have to sculpt or have to do this one have to like there's a lot of the shoulds so it's it's really really packed with the shoulds so actually like deconstructing that box a bit trying to take away the shoulds and going how what does creativity mean for me how... it's that tailoring it again isn't it, yeah. it's like, it okay is. which which it bits are you going to take where you said about choosing the parts that work for you and discarding the parts that don't yeah. that that yeah. does feel very yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like boxes are just for putting your shit in, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and if you try to put yourself in the box, I'm like one of those boxes where it, all the bits are kind of poking out the sides, and you know that's that's me trying can't to be shut the in box. a box. No, can't shut the box. You're trying can't to shut force the, the lid down. There is no and, box. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Yes, no, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> I think that's a really delightful analogy for life generally is that actually there isn't a box that we all fit in. So let's no. maybe stamp on the boxes and do something else. Well, no, you still need the boxes yeah. to put your shit in, you know, just so it's not yeah. like... Yeah, 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 I suppose put the shit in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you, but don't live in the box. Can we stamp on them once the shit's in? No, no, don't be Okay, <laughs> moving swiftly on. <laughs> we may need to think about that one a little bit more before we... Uh... <laughs> in my hands <laughs> just words just come out of my mouth they're not always they're not always considered i love it fabulous they're really considered oh yeah, so really rihanna good. tell us come on share your share your links with us things that you want to guide us to well, obviously we will translate this and put this into our show notes um afterwards Great. but anything that you want to share where we can find you online all the things yeah well, you can find me on my website which is www.riannanadler.co.uk um and i offer um creative and business mentoring um web design and various other website support um so you can find me at my business there you can also find me on instagram at riannan.adler i've been really quiet lately because i've been giving myself a break but it's kind of my own creative explorations on there. That's kind of what I'm using Instagram for these days. Um, the Department of Kindness, you can get seven free days of kindness um, if you go to www.departmentofkindness, but that's department, D-E-P-T of kindness, yeah. uh, .com. And make a clickable link. So yes. Great, yeah, brilliant. Cool. And we're on Instagram too, but I can't remember our... Uh, that's fine. Oh, that's that's cool. Cool. That's cool. See the link. <laughs> we'll make sure we put the link in. Definitely. I want to just just sneak in there and say I did one of the Department of Kindness courses earlier this year, and it yeah. was the most approachable little like bubble of delight in the day. Oh. Um, so massively recommended if you guys. I um, feel get, like when that we comes out again, we'll need to get you and Ali on here together actually <gasps> yes. to do a oh, Department of Kindness episode. Yes. That would be really cool. I would cold. love that. Yes, yes definitely. Yes, yeah, yeah. I love that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, fabulous. Yeah. Um, but yes, because it's very, it's, it's very, it was very practical, very approachable, and just a really nice thing to do, but not in a oh god, I've mm. got to do a course today kind yeah. of thing. So yeah, no, very, in a kind and gentle way. In a kind and it's gentle way. way. Yes. Love it, <laughs> fabulous. So, no, thank, you so well, thank you so much, Rhiannon. It's been amazing. Thank you so much. It's been fabulous. Very, very, uplifting, very uplifting episode. We've had some very yes, Sarah and I've been tackling some really serious stuff this uh, this uh, season. So it's been really nice to have an uplifting, absolutely joyful episode. So, yes. Yeah. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Thank Sorry. you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's amazing. You're very welcome. You can come back again, definitely. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love for you to rate us, review us, and subscribe on your favourite podcast app. Five stars, please. Where can people find us online, Carla? We are on Facebook and Instagram, at Creative Reboot Co., and we also have a Facebook group, which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes. Just search for Creative Reboot Group. And you can also go to our website, creativereboot.co, where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or have topics that you want us to chat about. We'll look forward to seeing you there.